This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Lexi Schwartz, Vice President of Operations at OSF Healthcare at St. Joseph Medical Center. Lexi, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Hey, Laura, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Now, I know we have a lot to talk about, and I'm really looking forward to learning more about what you're doing at St. Joseph Medical Center. But before we dive into my questions, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background? Yeah, absolutely. So as you mentioned, I'm currently serving as the Vice President of Operations at St. Joseph Medical Center in Bloomington, Illinois. Uh, And even to take a few steps back from that, uh, I would say that I always knew that I wanted to be in healthcare. I started my career as a registered dietitian. And after really getting involved in a lot of hospital committees, I knew that I could have a greater impact on those that provide care and the greater communities through a leadership position. And so with that, I went back and got my MBA in healthcare management, and I've really had the great fortune of serving others in progressive hospital and medical group operational roles over the last about decade. Well, that's great to hear, and certainly an awesome inspiration to propel you into the healthcare administration and now to the role that you have as vice president of operations. In that role, what are the trends that you're following most closely today? Uh, well, I, I think uh, as we look at evolving trends, I think one of one of the biggest things is, is change, um, and you know some of that includes looking at how are we offering uh, new services uh, in new ways of providing care, but then also really focusing on how uh, we're more effectively and efficiently honing in on what we do now. And two areas that I am really focusing on in this area are patient experience and workplace culture. Um, And really getting into patient experience, it has been and and continues to be a key driver in providing great care. Uh, As an organization, we've really uh, made it a stretch goal to look at a a CMS five-star status. And with that, uh, patient experience contributes about 22% uh, into that rating. And so really, uh, you know, I think that we've, we've talked in the past maybe about patient experience being more uh, um, fluff, if you will, but I think it's really something important that we need to look at. And so, you know, really focusing a lot on how do we improve patient experience. Uh, and one area really uh, has come into to light in the last several months, um, and it's around emergency departments. And I know it's not special to St. Joe's because I read about it all the time uh, with throughput uh, as well as, as border status. Uh, for patients who end up in the emergency room. And so knowing that approximately 65% of our patients are coming to us through the emergency room, it really, really is crucial that we uh, focus on on what we can do to make it a better experience for our patients. Uh, And then the other thing that I talked about is um, workplace culture. And I, I think not only to provide a great experience for our patients, Uh, But how are we creating meaningful experience uh, for the teams that provide care to our patients? And so, you know, my focus has really been around what are we doing to increase that engagement and the involvement in creating really a a great culture for our teams so that we can can support all of the great work that we're doing in, in serving our communities. That's great to hear, and certainly a very important aspect of the healthcare system, as you mentioned, 
is being able to have that meaningful experience for patients. And I love that you included in there the workplace culture because that can make such a big difference and patients can notice right away what things are like um, for the team that's working with them and around them. Um, from your perspective, are there any projects or initiatives that you're really proud of from the last year that had great results? Yes. So I think the project that I'm most proud of goes back uh, a span of several years. Uh, I started here at St. Joe's uh, in October of 2020 and was able to build a brand new cancer center from the ground up. And so it's been a really incredible evolution over the years. Uh, each year we're able to add something new on, a new service that we're able to provide uh, to the community that we serve. And so some of the things that we've added on in the last couple of years have included uh, nurse navigation. Uh, we've brought on a low-dose lung screening CT program. Um, we have a genetics program and screening for high-risk individuals. Um, and then we've really been able to uh, really enhance the services that we've provided through uh, the, the governance structure that we've put into place. It's a partnership with physicians uh, and administration that really enhances the quality and the safety of care that we provide. Um, you know, one of the results of that program has been a, a turnaround time, uh, a decrease in turnaround times for uh, pathology where we were going from, you know, over a week um, and, and decreasing that now to uh, just a couple of days, which really then impacts our patients uh, and getting their treatment faster. And, and really the most recent um, addition to that program has been a partnership with a physician group to bring on both oncological and general surgery services to the greater Bloomington market. And it really allows us to provide the highest quality and more complex care to patients who previously had to travel up to an hour or more for their care. So that's been really exciting here in the last couple of months, getting that program um, and those services really ramped up. I love that. I, I think it's definitely an exciting time and certainly an important service for the community. When you think about what we're talking about in the beginning in terms of the patient experience and then, you know, with this cancer center project, I, I know especially for patients going through cancer treatment, that experience can be so important because it's such a, a challenging time in their life. How do you see those two things coming together? Um, has there been anything, whether in the cancer center or, or in other areas um, that you feel like from a patient experience standpoint, you've really been able to do well? Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. That is, I mean, patients come to us in, in times that are not necessarily uh, happy um, and, and that they're not feeling great. And so, you know, to be able to really come alongside our patients uh, through those journeys. And, and really, I think that the services that we've been able to uh, build around the Cancer Center uh, has really been um, great. And, and I think besides just the amazing clinical care that our clinical team provides, uh, being able to encompass the nurse navigation, uh, and, and actually right now we're looking at a project where we're talking about end-of-life discussions. And now we know that cancer diagnosis doesn't necessarily mean uh, end of life for every patient who is diagnosed. There are different stages and, and different prognoses, but uh, how are we bringing palliative care into the conversation and really about uh, how are we providing services to patients um, that maybe aren't just clinical? Uh, so we're able to provide financial services. We are really, really interwoven with our chaplaincy services to be able to provide that spiritual care for patients when they're going through difficult times. 
Um, we have a really great program with our clinical dietitians to provide nutrition support for patients. And so I think it's really encompassing uh, the whole person as we're talking about them, especially through their cancer journey, um, and making sure that they're feeling taken care of, again, as a whole instead of uh, just the clinical perspective. Absolutely. That's such a great point. And, and I really appreciate you talking us through that. Now, before we wrap up, are you thinking about growth and development in the future? Sure. So, I, you know, I think when we talk about uh, growth, I, to me, I guess the first thing that I think about is, you know, what new services or how many new beds. Um, and those are all things that are happening at St. Joe's and they're really, really exciting. Um, but one thing that really comes to my mind is our workforce. And I think that the pandemic really highlighted uh, just how important our workforce is and uh, just how quickly uh, that, that that can erode. And so what are we doing to, uh, what are we doing to first of all, build that culture where we retain the best talent and we bring the best talent in, but then also thinking about uh, succession planning. Uh, you know, we've noticed with some of our departments that um, you know, for instance, lab. lab. Lab is absolutely critical in providing services in a hospital. And in order to become a lab scientist, you have to have a four-year degree. Uh, when you look at uh, how many individuals in the next several years are going to be retiring and then add on that four years of education that it takes to step into one of those roles, uh, we really need to be creative uh, and have a lot of foresight in how we're bringing individuals on. So. You know, we're reimagining how we train and hire for future talent. Uh, and that means getting in front of younger kids. We're doing partnerships with schools and looking at potentially even on the imaging side, implementing apprentice program. Uh, again, just looking at the future, knowing that our volumes are growing, our hospital is growing in size, and how are we supporting uh, the patients in the communities that we're privileged to serve. Um, one other thing that I would add, too, is, you know, there's a lot of talk about AI and technology, and, and we're looking at it from a standpoint of uh, how are we utilizing technology to enhance the work that our teams are doing. And, and just a quick example of that is uh, in our laboratory, a lot of uh, processes that have been looking at it now, some of the processes are a little bit antiquated. And so how do we look at bringing in uh, new equipment as we're, we're going through our capital process? and being strategic and methodical about um, equipment that's going to help us uh, get maybe results quicker. Uh, they improves a lot of things throughout the hospital, like length of stay and getting patients the treatment that they need sooner when we know what type of antibiotic they need um, based off of you know, the microbiology department uh, findings. And so uh, really just partnering with teams and getting creative on how we bring new talent in and then once we do retain that great talent, how are we utilizing technology to, again, enhance and support the growth that we're seeing? I love that. Lexi, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been such a fun and fascinating discussion, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Great. Thank you so much, Laura. I had a great time. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Mm -hmm.